I have done a lot of um, reflecting on the year, um, and uh, I know um, that it's probably been one of the most trying years in people's lives. Um, and uh, but I believe, I believe, uh, the great restoration is going to come. And God is going to revive his church. Uh, the word revive means to bring life back into something that was dead. To bring life back into something that was dead. Um, look to your neighbor and say, if there's no neighbor next to you, say to yourself then, Life is coming back. And not just life, but life more abundant. Amen. I want to read to you a passage of scripture. We're going to go a couple places today. Uh, but I'm going to be preaching on the Isaac anointing. The Isaac anointing. And... Uh, for, for an Isaac anointing to come, it requires always crossing to the other side. Um, we have a story in the Bible. It's found in Mark chapter 5, uh, Mark chapter 4, I'm sorry, um, about Jesus and his disciples and how that Jesus tells his disciples that we're getting ready to go to the other side. And if you have your Bibles with you, look in chapter number 4 and starting in verse 35. I'll be reading out of the NLT. Um, verse 35, it reads like this. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. I got a, got a question for you. Um, do you believe that Jesus knew that the storm was coming? pretend that's the storm. So anyway, but do you believe that the disciples seen it coming? Huh? No. Listen, there's a lot of things in your life you'd never got in the boat if you'd seen what was coming. The only reason why Jesus doesn't tell us certain things is because we would run the other way. Come on, be honest. A lot of things that we don't know is actually uh, a, a good thing that we don't know because if we did know, 
we would treat it a whole lot differently. And so they're in the boat now, and, and they're leaving the crowd, and, and, and verse 37, but soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and, be, and begun to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat. Now, here's the thing I've uh, come to understand sometimes is, is when I look at these scriptures, I kind of wonder why Jesus is the only one sleeping and everybody else is awake. You know, it's usually through the storms that we wake him up. It's not usually in the good times that we say, Lord, we want to have a conversation with you. But it's usually in horrific times and terrible times we're asking Jesus, where are you? My other question to you is, why sometimes in life that we allow Jesus to fall asleep in our lives? I'm, I'm convinced if we would have had a conversation with Jesus, he wouldn't sleep on us. The reason why Jesus is asleep because nobody is talking to him. So Jesus goes to the back of the boat and he falls asleep. Verse 38, Jesus was sleeping on the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, teacher. Don't you care that we're going to drown? Well, here's the next thing that we always seem to do is when we're going through a horrific situation, we automatically say, Lord, don't you care? He does care. Verse 39, and when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the winds and said to the waves, Silence, be still. I want to explain something here to you. You look at this text and you'll find that the winds, the wind ceased and it was still. But notice when Jesus woke up, he rebuked. If you want things to stop, you got to have a rebuking authority. And, and notice this. He just didn't think it. He said it. And the winds, and he said to the waves, you got to say to those storms. And suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, why are you afraid do you still have no faith and now you have your bibles just turn to the book of genesis genesis chapter 26 you'll find in verse number one there was a famine that was in the land 
And Isaac had to get ready to move. I want to preach on this particular subject. Crossing to my blessing. Crossing to my blessing through an Isaac anointing. Father, I pray God help me preach this message today with boldness and clarity and understanding. And Father, I just pray, oh God, that we leave this place not just being encouraged, but being changed. Father, we just want to give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Uh, one of the best known Bible verses in the Bible is only two words. It's found in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 16. It says, rejoice always. Uh, Isaac was in a place of uh, a famine. And if, if you study anything uh, about uh, Abraham, Abraham was filled with the favor and the blessings of God. And over the period of timelines of wars and battles, the enemy came along to fill up the wells that were uh, flowing. And, uh, and the wells that were flowing was now covered up. And what I find is the parallel is this, is sometimes... Uh, where we're going, amen, is to fulfill our destiny uh, for those uh, wells to be unclogged to free the hurting and the broken. Because you'll find, if you find when they went to the other side in the book of Mark, they came to a man that was uh, possessed of devils, and Jesus delivers him and sets him free. Um, and so I want to, I want to uh, give you a parallel of understanding of. Uh, what is what is going to be rich for the church is the power of setting the captives free and going to the other side. Sometimes before you can help other people, you got to weather your own storm. You got to get through your own stuff. You got to understand that life is not easy all the time. Life is difficult and life has many troubles and many setbacks and many failures. But uh, Jesus in the storm as he was sleeping knew that he was going to get them to the other side. Let me tell you something. The plan that God has for you is for you to get where he wants you to go. And I come to tell you the purpose of him getting them to the other side was to fulfill their destiny. And sometimes you got to understand with your destiny comes storms. I said, with your destiny comes trials and tribulation. And, and now Isaac, and now I'm talking about an Isaac anointing, an Isaac anointing. Here's Isaac, and he's in a place where uh, famine is hit and, and struggles and difficulties. And, and um, now I, I know you've heard some uh, uh, preachers say some things, and, 
And, and you're like, yeah, I don't know if I really want to believe that or not. But let me tell you something. If you just start to believe the word of God, don't believe what I say. Believe what the word of God says. Okay, how about that? Will you be good with that? And the Bible says, um, I'm not going to hold you long today, but I, 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 want, I want to tell you that there's there's a planting that still happens when God tells you to go to the other side. See, God doesn't tell you to go to another place without a demonstration of the Holy Ghost. Whatever God is leading you to, even the storms and the gates of hell cannot stop you. Mm. Uh, let me tell you something about when Elisha, I'm going to go somewhere. Elisha, remember when he he prayed that it would not rain and 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 then. And then he prayed that it would rain. And, and see, the, the reason why that was so powerful is because, yeah, rain came. But here's the thing that was controlling the atmosphere. It was the spirit of Baal. Baal was controlling the rain. Come on, somebody. He was the god of the rain. And he would, he would literally send atmospheres. But Elijah came to change the atmosphere. Listen, there's no devil in hell can stop what God wants to do. Now, the, the enemy can mimic it and can change atmospheres, but God has all power and authority. So when in, in Elijah slain 450 false prophets of Baal and called rain down, listen, it, it, it flipped everybody out because what the enemy was controlling the prince of the air, God is still in control over the prince of the air. Come on, somebody. And so now you'll find here that Isaac is planting even though the years of famine has been destroying. I, I just feel like this next year is a year of harvest of what we, we, we've, been, we've been through trouble. We've been through difficulties. Many of you have been through surgeries. Butch been back there been through all kinds of stuff this year. And, and, and Darlene, my God, she's been through it all but I come to tell you please hear me when I say this what you planted will come to pass the prayers that you prayed will come the Bible says in verse 12 of chapter 20 I mean yeah verse 12 of chapter 26 it says when Isaac planted his crops that year, come on, somebody say, year 20, that year, this coming up year, that year, uh, what, uh, his harvest, he harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted. Now, I want you to get this. Could it be that this year is coming back more than what you ever planted? But you'll never get what you planted until you go to the other side. And what Isaac began to realize, you got to you have to start digging what's been covered. Come on, somebody. Can you dig it? Come on, somebody. Look to your neighbor and say, can you start digging the wells to be open? How do you dig? Let me tell you how you dig. You pray. You fast. You trust God. You come to church with your head lifted up and your hands lifted up and say, you know what? I'm reaping a hundred times more than I've ever planted. I'm getting my harvest.
this because God is able to do exceedingly and about come on help me Holy Ghost it is a time that when you cross to the other side you're going to see other people get their deliverance get their breakthrough and I come to prophesy year 2021 will not be a year of gloom but it'll be a year of revive what was dead what is dead is coming back to life yes I understand the prophecy I understand the great tribulation is not too far away I get it but also get this I do not believe that the church is getting raptured out just to escape. I think the church is getting raptured out in the midst of their harvest. In the midst of revival in the midst of breakthrough come on somebody listen you think God's going to get you out of here in darkness and gloom but God's getting you out of here and making you with bride without spot nor wrinkle the church goes out in power come on somebody the church doesn't go out in weakness the church doesn't go out limp wristed and broke down and disgusted the word the word of God is telling me the church comes back in the clouds of glory with the Lord I come to tell somebody we're getting out of here with a shout come on somebody we're getting out of here planting a harvest we're getting out of here winning our sons and daughters back to God hey I don't know about you but I'm convinced that a lot of folks are expecting the worst It was the worst of time and, and Isaac. Everything that Abraham did was now covered up. It seems like everything we've done has been covered up. But I vision you with shovels. Come on, somebody. And I'm going to dig until I hit water. Come on, somebody. I'm going to dig until the blessings come back. I'm going to dig until I get my breakthrough. I'm going to dig until you get your breakthrough. I'm not going to allow the enemy to steal no longer. Come on. I know the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I'm leaning on this. But Jesus said, but I. Come on, somebody. Jesus said, but I've come that you have life and life more abundantly. And life is on the other side. Come on, somebody. I'm going to get to the other side of my destiny. And I'm going to look and, and look at the difficulties of what other people is going through. But God brought me through the storm to show the deliverance power of God. Ain't nothing too hard for God. And if the church would get their shovels and start digging like they believe that God is able to do it, you're going to see a hundred times more than what you ever Well, I just don't know if I believe that. Well, I believe it. When Isaac planted his crops that year, somebody say that year. That means it didn't mean it happened every year. Have you ever had years you planted and didn't see nothing? I guess I'm the only one. Have you
Have you ever had years when you prayed and you didn't see anything happen? Have you ever had years where you was broke like a joke and couldn't find your way out? Come on, I guess I'm the only one. Have you ever had years of say, it's just another year. Oh, I can't wait for this year. Looks like this year. I can't wait for it to pass. I can't wait. But what is your expectation for the next year? This year. Come on, son. He said, but this year. Can I say, but this year coming. I'm declaring a divine breakthrough like we've never seen before. And what the devil meant for evil. God's going to show you that he's still on the throne. And he's going to do the impossible that you thought was impossible. God's going to show you every prayer you prayed all your life. Could it be 2021 is the year of revive, the year of divine God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Could this be the year, everything you planted in your past that you've never seen come to pass? Could this be the divine year that what you planted will come back a hundred times for we don't like we don't like the storm and the process we don't like the trial in the process Jesus I thought you were going to send us on this boat for a cruise you think Christianity is a cruise ship it's a battleship it's war something about war war can get bloody war can change your viewpoints on things you ask anybody's ever been through it people's been through it understand it's not easy when you're in it but when you come out of it, help me, Holy Ghost. Isaac was in a place of complete chaos before that year. Chaos means complete disorder and confusion. If 2020 has been a year, it's been a year of deep confusion. You watch the news one minute, and the next minute, it's all confusion. You know what I had to do? I had to turn everything off and just read the word. It was complete disorder and confusion. Let me... Tearing down the authorities of chaos is not an easy task. The word tearing means to pull apart or in pieces by force, an act of forcefully tearing apart. I believe. Ladies and gentlemen, Isaac had to know that he had to keep on digging forcefully to tear off K. 
chaos in a famine. What do you do over the years if everything you planted doesn't happen? What you do is say this is the year that it's going to be taken by force. It's going to be torn apart. I'm going in the spirit realm to tear down everything that was trying to tear me down. Isaac knew that there was water in what's been covered up. Do you realize everything that's been covered up this prophetically everything that's been covered up in 2020 is about ready to be dug up oh oh just to let you know it's not just in the political realms it's in the religious realms listen to me false prophets god's going to expose you like never before prostituting the people of God for your pocketbook and trying to persuade them that you can give them something from God. You can't give it to them. They got to get their own oil. And matter of fact, when you're trying to get them to buy it, you're standing against the things of God. And God will judge you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me just say this. People want the anointing, but they don't want to dig for nothing. And so here's the thing I want to tell you. I don't want anything that's not of God. But everything that the enemy stole and put it in the ground and covered it up, this is the year that's going to be dug up. I said it's going to be dug up. Listen. Jesus tells his disciples, um, let's cross over to the other side. That Number one, there's always... A crossing point in your life. And it always requires this. He says, let's leave. Let's leave the crowds. Let's leave. A lot of times people are trying to hang on to stuff that God's telling you to leave stuff. And so number two, we had to leave. The third thing that happened soon here comes the storm see what we don't understand is when you're obedient you don't you don't think that the storm has the right to come because of your dis because of your obedience oftentimes it invites storms 
say that. But anytime you do something prophetic under the anointing of God, a storm will always follow. When you cross to a place that has not been crossed, will always bring a storm in the process. Oh. Do you know, when we stood up for things in this church, we had to face a storm. If you want to avoid the storm, that means you're not walking in obedience. Just, I just want just everybody to be happy. It doesn't work that way. Sorry to tell you, not everybody's going to be happy. Well, I'm just trying to, you know, stop. You know, I don't want any division. You know, listen, Jesus came to divide. He came to divide the wheat from the tear. And I'll say this publicly. I rebuke. Every false anointing that confuses the people of God. In Jesus' mighty name, I tear down every false anointing that's out of the pit of hell that's causing people to be deceived in this hour. I rebuke it in Jesus' mighty name. I said, I rebuke it in the mighty name of Jesus. For the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the living God. And I pray for the scales that come off of people's eyes. And when the storm came, the fourth thing, it was high waves breaking into the boat and begin to fill with water. It was when the boat was getting filled with water is when they shouted. Here is the waves and the water is getting deep in the boat. And here's the thing. It didn't sink. Is that living water that the natural water could not sink? And when Jacob was digging those wells, it wasn't natural wells. It was prophetic wells that's been covered up by the enemy. And when he was digging and digging, the wells came back. Could it be year 2021 is the year that every blessing that's been in the ground covered up for years going to come out of the dirt in Jesus' name. You got to get this. When Isaac planted his crops... That year, he harvested a hundred times more grain. 
did he plan? I said, Lord, that year, he got a hundred times more than what he planted. And this is what the Holy Spirit told me. But Tony, he's been planting his whole his life. Been planting his whole life. It wasn't, listen, it wasn't, listen, it wasn't just the fact that God did a hundred times more. That is powerful and great. But how many times have you prayed for something year after year and planted it and never seen it come to pass? Could it be all the years of praying and seeking God that this coming year, the whales are coming up? Pastor, I don't know if I believe that. We'll keep on covering up your well. But for me, I'm fed up. I'm fed up with the hypocrisy and the fakeness and all the people that's trying to scam their way into the kingdom. I'm fed up with all that. I want the real well that's flowing I want the real Holy Ghost. I want the real fire. I want the real anointing. I want the real. I don't, I don't want. I just don't want somebody to come out and say, woo, woo, I feel good. No, I want to be changed. I want to be made in his image. I want to be transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost. I, I want to be digging for the things of God. I don't want it to be just saying, oh, God, give me, give me, give me. God, I'm going to dig it up until I get it. I'm not going to let go of you until I get it. I'm not going to give up until I get it because I'm not getting this on a cheap anointing. I got this through the storm. I got this in the valley. I got this in the mess. I got this when I didn't know how I was going to come out. You got to get to a place to keep on digging when it's hard. I know the disciples wasn't expecting a storm going to their destiny. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell all of you watching right now. Any place that you're going that doesn't, uh, has a storm in it may not be your destiny. Everybody wants a breakthrough, but not everybody's willing to go through the storm. Everybody's like, I want this, oh God, I believe. But are you willing to go to the other side and get through the storm and call upon Jesus when you don't know what to do? I don't know about you, but this year has been a year that I said, Lord, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going to happen. But God, I pray, God, that you bring me through it. Bring me through it. Listen, God brings you through it because he's got something for you to do on the other side he doesn't bring you through your own mess just for you to get to the other side and do nothing he brings you to the other side to set the captives free to heal the brokenhearted to bring life to the broken in the hurting come on somebody stand to your feet clap your hands and say i'm gonna dig to get the hundredfold
Sholo, come up here. Grace to you. In verse, in verse 1 of 26, a famine struck the land. Things have struck our land. Things have struck this church. This has been a year like no other year. It's just the vision I had. I was making pancakes. And on one side of the pancake, it was burned. And he said, flip it. And I flipped it. Left it on there just for a few seconds and took it up. One side was made done perfectly. The other side was burnt to a crisp. And I was taking it to the wastebasket. And I was going to throw it away. But it was one of those thick pancakes. Everybody made, anybody made a thick pancake? The burning on the other side made the pancake that was too thick. Hear me. How many know that you try to make a pancake that's too thick and you get it golden brown on both sides is still not done in the middle? And so on my way to throw it away, he said, don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. Cut it in half. And as I cut it in half, I put that syrup. On that thick pancake, it was the best pancake I've ever had. He said, what I want you to do is throw away the burnt stuff. But don't throw away everything of this year. Because there's some stuff that happened that got the pancake done. I just want to say this. There's some things happened in this ministry that made us done. Come on, some that we make, we got done with some stuff. Come on, we got some done. We got done with confusion. We got done with chaos. But we didn't throw the whole thing away. We just cut it. Oh my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. You got to cut some things in half, but don't throw away it. is when you go through stuff, you want to throw everything away. Rita, hear me. When you go through stuff, don't throw everything away. Some stuff. Don't throw away what God told you to keep on digging. the hard times and through the difficult times I'm not going to throw the whole year away because God taught me some stuff in this year that I've never been taught before hear me 
There's many times in my life that I just seen something bad and I threw the whole loaf away. You see one piece of bread that has a little mold on it, I threw it all away. And then the next day I was complaining because I had no toast. The whole loaf wasn't bad, Glenn. Just top part of the loaf. I hear the Lord saying, this is a divine year to cut some stuff out of your life. But don't cut everything out of your life. Jeff, you and your wife has been through so much in 2020. But I declare divine favor like never before in 2021. I hear the Lord saying, he's bringing the family back together like never before. Wait and see. There's going to be a well that's dug up that brings reconciliation to the whole family. Your whole life has been like a roller coaster. Here one minute, there the next. Bam, 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 bam. And then if you're not hit from there to there, you're hitting from here to here. But the Lord shared something with me. That this Christmas in 2020 has been one of the best ones yet for both of you and your family. And the most trying year of the United States has been a blessed end year for you. It's called Turnaround in the Midst of Chaos. Come on, lift up your hands right now. Father, I believe what you did for Isaac, you're going to do for us. And those hundred prayers that we've been waiting on. We declare 2021 of the divine separation. And every prayer that was hindered throughout our lives will come to pass in Jesus' mighty name.